Good afternoon and welcome to 1PM Weekly News, where we bring you the latest news and stories on climate change, sustainability, and a rapidly changing world. I'm your host, Shelby Kammerer. Let's get into it. 185 countries have officially agreed to create a fund to address global biodiversity goals. The fund will, quote, mobilize and accelerate investments from governments, philanthropy, and the private sector to support international conservation efforts. Canada and the United Kingdom have already pledged a combined $159 million, and the fund has a goal to reach 200 million total initial contributions from three or more donors by the end of this year. Meanwhile, it has been almost a year since floods submerged a third of Pakistan's land, leaving 5.4 million people to rely on water from damaged and contaminated systems. Unsafe water has led to increased incidence of disease and death. But Pakistan faces other climate-related health challenges as rising temperatures cause heat exhaustion, heat stroke, and even death. A 2022 report from The Lancet noted that global warming contributed a 68% increase in global heat-related deaths in 2017 to 2021 as compared to 2000 to 2004. The impacts of rising temperatures have been felt most harshly in already hot regions like South Asia, Africa, and Central America. In Mexico, another climate change culprit is illegal logging. The industry targeted the arboreal mountains of Mexico City for illegal logging operations over the past several years, devastating 6,000 acres of forest and spreading pollution to nearby communities. While Mexico City is often thought of as a booming metropolis, about half the city is rural, and 20%, including the mountains, fall into protected nature areas. Local police and soldiers have raided illegal sawmills, and the city has sponsored some reforestation efforts, but the clandestine logging industry is growing in numbers and in force. Operations have even come to violent blows with authorities, and one local ranger said, quote, these criminals completely outgun us. Brazil faces similar issues with addressing illegal industries' impact on the environment. The Ituna Itata indigenous territory has suffered massive deforestation and encroachment on indigenous communities' cultural lands. And in 2011, the government attempted to formally demarcate the land to prevent entrance to outsiders. But criminal land grabbers fought back by invading the area and filling it with cows. Now Brazil's government has announced its largest ever operation to remove thousands of these cows and reclaim the land. If they're successful, it will support the protection of 142,000 hectares of indigenous land. In the US, the Energy Department recently announced $2 billion in grants and $10 billion in loans available through Inflation Reduction Act funding that will support the auto industry to convert factories to hybrid and electric vehicle production. The United Auto Workers Union is set to strike for better working conditions and protections in mid-September, and this federal funding is seen by some as an effort to respond to auto workers' concerns. The goal is to create domestic green jobs that are good for the American worker and even better for the environment. But the president of the United Auto Workers, Sean Fain, says this new funding simply isn't enough. Quote, the automakers have not yet promised job security in our ongoing negotiations. Fain also pointed out that workers have been displaced by three recent plant closures in Illinois, Ohio, and Michigan. As of this reporting, a strike is still scheduled for September 14th. 
Next, California State Assembly passed a resolution early this month to endorse a call for a fossil fuel non-proliferation treaty. The resolution was introduced by Majority Whip Senator Lena Gonzalez and pushes the Biden administration to support Pacific Island nations in seeking a treaty that would manage the production and eventual phase out of fossil fuels. 100 global governments and thousands of organizations, including the World Health Organization, also support the treaty initiative. And finally, let's send today's news off with a story about stamps. Last month, the U.S. Postal Service released a new series of forever stamps celebrating the 50th anniversary of the National Marine Sanctuary System. Marine sanctuaries protect habitat, biodiversity, and cultural sites within America's oceans and Great Lakes. The new stamps feature gorgeous coastlines and cute creatures, and I personally think they looked really great on my wedding reception thank you cards. Those are the latest top-line environmental stories. Please join us again next week for a new episode of 1PM Weekly News. <laughs>